one. And we're live, folks. Good evening slash almost morning. <laughs> it is episode 51 of the Freshman Parking Lot. Well, I'll apologize. You guys had to wait for me tonight. You know, we had that very important City Hawkins dance tonight that uh, we had to chaperone. So yeah. everybody was good. Great night. But uh, now we get to uh, do a little parking lot. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yes, we were waiting for Brad. Correct. It was uh, my fault. What's the uh, what's the jersey number tonight, Brad? Number fifty-one. I understand that. Who does it belong to? Oh, well, an accomplished musician, switch hitter, world champion, center fielder, Bernie Williams. Ah, I was just gonna guess it. Bernie Williams. Okay, nice. He was a fifty-one. I would have never known fifty-one that he wore for 51. the Yankees. For the Yankees, yeah. Okay. Um, like classically trained in the guitar, I believe. I believe the guitar, yes. Yeah, and um, classical guitar, I think, not regular guitar. I think classical guitar has nylon strings. Our music friends can maybe help us with that, but I think that's true. I don't know if we have music friends that listen. I think we we'll have to ask. We'll have to find out. Um, we have 61 listeners. 61 now. subscribers on YouTube. Thank you to our 61st subscriber. I like this. Just like, tonight. The last is the best. Just I just want to say that, like, in the last, like, what? Two or three hours, our 61st subscriber signed on. That is super cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. You guys are dick. <laughs> We're so fun, though. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm dead. All right. I'm just going to. Can I start with the Olympics right now? Please. God knows what we're talking about. Well, first of all, I, I feel left out a little bit because I only get the Farmer Five. <laughs> I know it's like the story of my life. Okay. Let's be real. You talk about the Farmer Five on this show all the time. How many is the actual Farmer Five? It's got to be more than five. Because you get all the Dash channels, yes. right? But so I don't right. even know what that means. That's 15-1, 15-2, 15-3. That's three right there, and they're sure. all 15. Correct. But nobody ever watches those other yeah, channels. Yeah, it's like, it's like reruns it's like from the 70s. True Crime Channel or something. Nobody watches well, this, that. Hey, this, on, this is a podcast. True Crimes podcast is a thing. I'm sure people watch the shows. I'm sure. Okay. Whatever. That's fine. Not me. Anyways, it's like the <laughs> Not CBS. me. I just complain about the formal well, He's lamenting the fact he doesn't get right. So the Olympics are on NBC. Yay sports. And every other channel in cable world. Right? USA yes. Network. So get excited. Turn it on the TV this morning. No Olympics. I happened to be at your house, and there was, and there was no, no Olympics. There was meat eater on the TV, which I was proud that's of. That's okay. That's because my that's because my son was told to put on the Olympics, and then he turned, he on, turned meat on meat eater because <laughs> there wasn't because he's a huge Super Bowl fan. I mean, it's kind of like the Olympics of hunting. Um, but then this afternoon we were watching the Olympics um, after you left. Thank you for your help today, by the way. Or Jackson and Friends machines. Um, <laughs> ski jumping. Yes. Okay, ski jumping set. Oh, I got a comment on this. <clears throat> but here's the problem jumping. I have. Ski jumping is for distance. Thank you. And then there are judges that give style points. Correct. Here's the problem that I have. In track and field, you have, a, you have a, an event called long jump. It goes strictly by distance. Nobody cares what it looks like and how you got there. There is zero reason why ski jump has to have style points. How about this? You jump as far as you can, and the person that gets the farthest jump wins the gold medal. Yes. 
I'm How not, hard is that? Not very. And that's exactly what it needs to be. It drives me. Because nobody understands style points. No. And they don't matter. No. We're measuring how far you can jump. Who cares? So I learned that today at the Octopi Brewing Company that there's. In the key? In the key. That there's. I didn't know that until today. And now you brought it up. Like, what are we doing? Let's just have sports where we can measure how far, how fast, or how many points or runs or goals somebody has, and let's get rid of judges. I mean, 100%. And, and if we can't get rid of judges, then it's not a sport, and we don't need to watch it. Yeah. There's ju- You're not watching figure skating? I will because it's the Olympics, but I don't understand it. Correct. I always feel like figure skating's on opposite of major sporting events. So, like, the Super Bowl's on, and then ESPN has – figure skating oh okay. maybe however this year we're gonna have the super bowl followed on espn slash sure. peacock slash whatever yeah the olympics which is kind of really cool where we're at right now in sports it's not a bad place so much going on. <laughs> i'm with you though I-, I love the winter olympics but the judging of this the sports drive me bananas there's judging in ski jumping, <clears throat> which makes in my brain no no sense, sense. there's judging in moguls and i get that they do aerial flips but why in my world Get rid of the jumps, put yes. the moguls there. Who gets to the that bottom was, first? That's all that matters. And then they said, well, they might be out of control. Fine. The, I don't the, care. Deduct points if they crash and burn. I don't, whatever. We're the the will deduct the points when they don't finish. Yeah. And okay. And if we're going to, if we're going to do that in, in uh, ski jumping and moguls, why don't we have judges in the luge? What was your artistic ability coming down this icy track? Well, the it's track ridiculous. is too narrow. There's no artistic ability. You crash and burn. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. <clears throat> um, speaking of things that you can do fast, I've been to a lot of hockey games lately. And well, well hold on. Yeah, Time go, out. yeah go ahead. I'm going to give a shout out um, to your son tonight, Ooh. who was credited with his first varsity goal of the uh, of his career so yeah. congratulations to uh bb out there and uh way to go yeah it was pretty cool all right it's nice cool. keep going <laughs> what we've been doing at hockey angels i was told recently that i like to bet which really i don't i just like to talk about betting okay i'm kind of really cheap and i bet like a dollar on things sure but we've been betting i, I bet nickels with my kids okay that's fair uh, we've been we've been betting on how long it takes the zamboni driver between periods <laughs> So they put 12 minutes up on the intermission and me and other hockey dads have been betting on what time left on the clock will a Zamboni lift the back uh, attachment. Wow. You and how long does it take? Well, tonight in Wanakee, um, the Zamboni driver was rather quick. Okay. And he was quick on the first one. And then he kind of screwed us up on the second one and the third one. Uh, Cause there was a JV and a varsity game. Um, but man, the two intermissions in the varsity game, he was within seconds of each other. He's pretty consistent. Um, I've got a card for you. It's for Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> if you're betting on when the Zamboni machine lifts the rear end with the slush, you may have a gambling problem. <laughs> if the shoe, if the have, boot fits. Let me ask you this. Have you gotten to know at the various rinks around the region uh, the Zamboni drivers and learned that, dude, this guy flies and this guy's like a Sunday driver? Have you gotten to that point? I mean, do you want me to tell you the truth or do you want me to say what would sound good for me? What would sound good? (laughs) 
No. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely have gotten to know. And yeah, we yeah, we know. We know. All right. Some places have fast Zambonis, some places have meticulous drivers. We also pay attention to if they miss little slivers. Sure. And yeah, yeah we, we know. Speaking of Zamboni, that, that makes me think of ice and, and back to Brad and the Winter Olympics. I watched a little bit of curling today. I love it. And I also watched a little bit of speed skating today, like full blown, full track speed skating, not the short, not the short track stuff. Is Bonnie Blair still competing? Um, Brian, yeah, okay. Is that a yes? The, the ice in those two events is completely different. Like the ice in you mean it looks state, different, or it's it is different? absolutely different. The ice <laughs> and speed skating, you you've seen it. it is it's it's crisp and it's hard and it looks almost like glass. For curling, stopping, changing directions. For curling, they showed a shot today a couple times, and you can see the ice purposefully has little bumps in it so that it actually gets that stone to curl. Actually, it is. It's very different. It's not It's not completely flat. So I'm going to jump on that because I Portage uh, Curling Club, home of Olympic champions, as it says on the side of the uh, building. Nice. Um, They take like a would be like a a seed spreader okay um and it spits out water okay and droplets those droplets then make it so the the rock yeah will stone yeah will glide over that so you get the the movement the curl with with the sweeping so that's where the sweeping comes in because it smooths it out the harder you sweep the straighter that stone goes into where it's going because it's rubbing those droplets down yeah. so in between matches they'll go through and they'll take this little sprinkler and they'll sprinkle new droplets on really the in ice. between like like in the olympics i mean they play like these they're not innings but they're like yeah. innings right they play it's, seven they innings. Call i think innings. they call them ends oh ends. Ends. Right. so do you think do they do that in between each end i don't think so I'll bet it's so. between matches. Or whatever between matches. Call it. Yeah. I just I just thought that was interesting. And and as a person who put spent some time <laughs> on skis on snow, knowing that different temperatures gives you different kinds of snow, interesting to think that they're not just playing on like ice. So well, they you know are I mean? ice. No, I know what they are, but but it's it's been manufactured to suit that sport. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Like they have ice engineers at each venue. That sounds like a cool gig for a couple of weeks if you're at the Olympics. So being the cross-country guy that you are, you enjoy watching cross-country or the biathlon? I watched both today, and I love both of them. Biathlon is awesome. It might be the best event in the Olympics. It's absolutely phenomenal. And today, they had the men's and women's mixed relay. So two men, two women. Um, They each ski a certain distance and shoot standing up and lying down. Came down to a great finish with three teams, with the Norwegian team, just with a, um, uh, you know, just a, a short distance out, out sprinting, but it's pretty good. Shocker. I wanted to say Shocker. something I couldn't say. The Norwegians beat somebody in the Winter Olympics. Shocker. Uh, the, the U.S. team <laughs> placed sixth or seventh, which is a, a very good placing for them. And the anchor for the, the U.S. team was a guy from Appleton, which is pretty oh, cool. cool. So Wisconsin boy. Paul Schomer is his name. Do you think you'll beat him at the Berkey? I am not a world-class athlete. <laughs> I am a humble person who teaches chemistry during the week. 
and on the weekends tries not to fall down as I'm on the snow around the area. You didn't answer my question. No. <laughs> How does that sound? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. What are you most excited about in the Olympics, So in the next week and a half in the Olympics? Me? Yeah. Watching it. What sport? You're watching some hockey. You're a hockey guy. This morning, I, I got up and I watched some women's hockey. Uh, our ladies beat the Ruskies, the Russian Olympic Committee. Apparently, we're still not allowed to play under their own flag. Um, they were up one nothing after one period, and they were out shooting them sixteen to nothing. Uh, I don't know. I just I really love the Olympics and and relearning about sports that you learn about every four years and you forget things and then you relearn it. And um, I'll tell you what I'm not excited about is last night I come home from the basketball game and there's I don't even know what they called it. It was some kind of snowboard event with jumps and stuff and it was more judging. And it was I was so bored I shut it off and I read a book. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. I mean some of those some of those. Uh, snowboarding even skiing jump yeah like they do stuff so fast and i don't know the terminology and i can't even really tell how many times they spin yep, how many, what they grab i'm like so i'm impressed that, but of what they do yeah but i don't know who's best here's the you problem know? and we talked about this during the summer olympics that if the sport can be in the x games it doesn't need to be in Ooh. the olympics okay so yeah, get that out of there. I, I do have something to ask you guys. I, I watched about three minutes of the opening ceremonies yesterday before school, which was like, I think it was live at that point. So it was like seven in the morning or 6.30 in the morning. And this is a record Olympic for winter Olympics for nations competing and athletes competing. <clears throat> but there's several nations with one or two athletes. Puerto Rico. As one or two, I can't remember. But the one they highlighted, and I don't know why I have a problem with this, but I have a problem with this, was a, a female who hometown and lives and trains somewhere in Texas. But we're going to compete under the Puerto Rican flag because I would imagine if they have one or two athletes, they don't have Olympic trials. So I have some heritage there. So I can just kind of slide through the back door into the Olympics instead of trying to like actually qualify for the Olympics. And I don't know why it bothers me, but it bothers me. It's in all summer Olympics, winter. Olympics. I know they're always doing that. And, and Brogan says, well, Giannis lives here and he competes for Greece. And for some reason to me, that's different because Giannis grew up in Greece and that makes sense. But this person grew up in Texas and they probably maybe have been to Puerto Rico on vacation to visit family, but they're going to compete under that flag. Thoughts? I don't care. Uh, am I the grumpy old man? Get off my lawn. No, not necessarily, but I, I it just, I don't care. You, if you had the choice chance to compete in the Olympics for another country or miss out on the Olympics because you're competing for the United States. Ooh. Which one would you pick? Is this a would you rather? No, it's not. I got a much better one. I mean, I guess I would compete, but I don't know if I would feel as good about it as if I had the stars and stripes on my chest. Hey, you still want to be in the Olympics. I guess. All right. right. You just shot me down. All right. Thank you. Speaking of shot down, I'm going to take the segue is back. (laughs) So 
we formerly had the Washington football team. Prior to that, the Washington Redskins. And we all agree that I'll watch them all. Thank you for saying that. Because the two or three or 16 articles I read on this new name that you're going to talk about, they will not mention the word Redskins. It's a slur. I know it is, but it was their name. And so they say football team and then they say the former name when they refer to it. They won't even say the word. Anyways, go ahead. I think it's it's good to use the word for clarification. Um, so the Washington Guardians. Nope, that's Cleveland. Almost. Commander. Commanders. It's Commanders. equally as lame as the Guardians. Correct. Though. Okay, thank you for correcting me. Uh, both are terrible is where I'm going with this, yeah. right? Like you put them in the same playing field and you're like, I don't know which one wins. They're both absolutely miserable. Um, and then the W, like just the, the, the symbol itself. Well, nothing changed from the football team, really. No, the W changed. The w, it, the, 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 yeah, it, it's a it's different like logo. It's, it's, it's meant to look, uh, I think, military-esque. Well, like, commander. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It, what do you guys think? Is this, no matter what name they chose, either Cleveland or Washington, do you think we would like it? No. Or is this just one of those like no win situations for a franchise? Because we've all grown up our entire life with the Cleveland Indians <clears throat> and the Washington Redskins. I, I think that's very accurate. You know what I mean? No, like, I think I, they could have like the hogs I would have been all about. Okay. They were never gonna do that. Yeah, so would have been so awesome. I mean, the hogs is cool with their with their History of having a, a great offensive line back in the day, right. the for, for like a few years in the eighties. Right? Yeah, they went to three super, won three Super Bowls in the eighties and the nineties. The, the I, Bills were one of them. They, the Bills I weren't ever going to win one. I I tend to think that it's this is like no matter what they pick, we wouldn't like, and we think it was lame. I, and in ten or fifteen years, it's going to be still, normal. It'll be normal, more normal for us, but for the kids, yeah, they won't know any different. We, st we still might not like it. And especially in 15 years, we're going to be pretty old. So we probably won't like a lot of things. So it's, it's funny you say that, though, because I sent you guys both an article about how each of the 32 NFL teams got their names. And a lot of them had previously been named something else. Like, it was almost rarer that they were only named one thing. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of them were, like, fairly recent history. Before our yeah. lifetime, but fairly recent history that I like had no idea. Right, and if you look back even deeper, so if you if you look at Major League Baseball, which is older than the NFL, a lot of those teams, I mean, they've all changed names a million times. Yeah, and a lot of them like came about because of newspaper reporters writing about them. And like they didn't have a formal That's what name. I was so cool. They just were like. Hey, we're the baseball team from Brooklyn. And then some writers started calling them the Robins. And so for a year or two, people called them the Robins. And then they started saying the trolley Dodgers. And all of a yeah. sudden they become the Dodgers. And there wasn't like this attachment to the mascot. It um, wasn't anything official. Correct. And it's interesting that now a hundred years later, we feel this attachment and we see it in, in NFL and major league baseball. And we really see it. I think in small town high school athletes. Oh yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a team in New York, upper upstate New York that is is 
being forced to change their name from a Native American mascot to something else. And the town is like up in arms and we really attach ourselves to those identities in, in small town, high school athletic type things. And to me, it's not that big a deal, but I don't know. I don't know what my point is. All right. So here's, so you talk about high school mascots twice this week. I've, officiated a high school basketball game in um, Jefferson. And in their conferences, the Edgerton Crimson Tide. Yes, the Tiders. Tiders. As you look on the wall in pregame, I'm just kind of looking around. It's the worst mascot ever. The it's wave. like a wave to an E, right? It's, it's a red e. wave <laughs> with a wave going through it, but you can't really tell it's an E because there's this molecules of water that's <laughs> encompassing the E <laughs> yes. and it looks Question. terrible. Is yes. the water wet? Yes, water, water is wet. Thank you. It's always wet. So I want to hear it. Um, can anyways, I, can I just terrible mascot? Yes. The problem is they're the crimson tide, but they're more red than crimson. Yes. So red. they need to change their color for their mascot and change the mascot itself. But they never will because you know, like all small communities, Edgerton has this great like association with the Titers and the Crimson Tide. And somehow, if let's say the three of us were on the school board in Edgerton, we said, <laughs> we said, "Hey, let's change the mascot," people would be like, "But that means you're changing our identity." We as wouldn't a be on the school board very long. No, we wouldn't. We'd be voted off. Like that. Can I just tell you real quick to go back to the NFL? Yeah. My favorite one, I read through that article about how the teams got their names. Green Bay Packers. No, which was actually really, really interesting. I did not know that. The the Packers were um, the Indians, and then the Packers, and then there was an Indian packing company, and then they were bought by the Acme Packing Company, so they kept Packers, which I did not know that. Was the Bears. And it was because... They were the Cubs, and then the owner, George Hallis, thought, well, football players are bigger than baseball players, and Bears are bigger than Cubs, so we're going to be the Bears. I thought that was like, that, that makes sense. <laughs> the logic is so good. <laughs> it's Me like up. he was a sixth-grade boy. <laughs> uh, that was really, really good. Another one that involved Chicago was the, the Chicago Cardinals. Yeah. Um, who became the St. Louis Cardinals, who became the Phoenix Cardinals, who became the Arizona Cardinals, uh, who have maroon as one of their colors. And they had purchased used uniforms from the University of Chicago. And the color was off. It was like they were old faded uniforms. And the owner said something, well, that's not, I don't know, maybe crimson or that's not red, that's cardinal. And then they like, oh, that's our color now. And they just kept buying uniforms in that color. I thought yeah. it was, it was kind of unique. Yeah. They, by the way, have an NFL championship, the uh, Arizona Cardinals, that was stolen from an NFL team from Pottsville, Pennsylvania. But that story will wait for another podcast. Were they were they called the that Maroons? That story will wait oh, for oh. another podcast. That would be a did you know coming to you from a podcast beyond episode 51. I think we should just do it as a topic sometime. It'd be fun. That's fine. We can do a historical it. show. It would be nice if one of you guys would carry the weight in developing <laughs> ideas for this show once in a while. Well, I'm going to give you what you really know. Would you rather? Oh, we're jumping right into it. Bam. We're out, baby. All right. 
Well, so you saw this already, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and I, I showed you a picture. <laughs> Dealing with the Olympics, would you rather be a luge athlete or a skeleton athlete basically going down on a sled with you know two rails either feet first luge Mm -hmm. or head first skeleton not to be confused with bobsled correct not a bobsled bobsled's way safer so which athlete would you rather be luge or skeleton i'll go first since i already he did show this to me okay um I'm saying luge because I got a pretty face and I don't want to like go face first and skin my face going 90 miles an hour on the ice. Subscriber 61 said the same. So, <laughs> I, I thought it, but didn't say it. <laughs> I guess they're both. Awesome. Cut. Awesome. Cut. Awesome. Cut. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going luge feet first. Okay, a lot less can happen. Right. I'm, I'm gonna live if I fall off. I might not if I go skeleton. Yeah, it's called skeleton for a reason. You turn into a skeleton if you crash. Who's ever died in the skeleton? Are you kidding? I bet people have. I bet they have. I'm definitely going luge. First off, both of the disciplines look scary as hell, and the least scary of the two. Feet first. Is feet first luge yeah. where I can steer with my calf muscles instead Ooh. of what my shoulders. Big calves too. Oh god, that was kind of nice. Thank you. Okay, what do you got, Brad? Brad. Oh, I'm going skeleton all day oh, long. Damn. I'm seeing, I'm running down. Really? There's less people doing. It. I've got a greater chance of getting the medal. Okay. I'm playing the odds. I'm going to see it. I'm going to control it. I'm I'm head first. All right. Know. One of our very first would you rather's had to do with Olympic discipline. <laughs> Rhythmic gymnastics, baby. <laughs> I still can't believe you guys would rather win gold in rhythmic gymnastics than take a bronze or a silver in the 100 meter dash. That was the question. Give me the gold. Unbelievable. It's all about the gold, dude. When they drive into town, home of Olympic gold medalist Brian Bosch, rhythmic gymnastics. Unbelievable. <laughs> Not a chance I'm changing my mind. <laughs> what do you got? Be for the us? best. When in Rome. What do you got for us? If you are at work insert your workplace here and i'm gonna just i'm gonna assume that at your place of employment you have more than one place to go to the bathroom okay you walk into the bathroom and the lights don't work (laughs) what do you do depends is it number one or number two well, in this case, it was number one. I would just walk in and pee. If I if I if I had a fair you have good... to you have in this particular bathroom, you have to close the door and it will be pitch dark. Oh no, then I'm going to another restroom. Because I'm a little worried about missing the urinal, peeing on my pants. <laughs> Someone else walking in, hearing me urinate, and think that fry's a pretty weird dude just pissing in the dark like that. Okay. Brad, For those you of you that can't see that you're listening to us on one of our podcast uh, formats, I've got my light going on my <clears throat> flashlight on my phone. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm lighting up the flashlight here. I'm gonna set it down. I'm gonna just kind of shine the light. We're good. Hey, there's always ways. You, know, you got to find solutions. So yeah, I don't care my phone with me. Let me let me ask you this: <clears throat> Did you think of that on your own? Or did somebody suggest that you do the flashlight on your phone? <clears throat> no, that's just what I would do. It's in my pocket. <clears throat> I always have a flashlight. So this happened to me this week. I walk into a bathroom. 
that didn't have operational lights. <clears throat> we won't say where you were. Nope. Okay. And I walked right back out and I went and found another restroom. And on my way out, some people said, just use the flashlight on your phone. I said, I'm an adult. I will not do that. <laughs> sure. That never yeah. crossed my mind to use the flashlight on my phone. And I think it's weird. Well, and you I think be, you're weird that you did that. You need to be more resourceful with your resources. I'm not a millennial, dude. I'm glad you're not, but you can still be more resourceful. <clears throat> you had the phone in your pocket, though. I probably okay. it might have been on my desk, but okay. it, it could have been. In my, I, but I wasn't never thought I'm going to light this mother up. Yeah. So I can. Can I ask you why you have your phone on? On? Yeah. I don't know. My phone is always on. Oh, I don't. My phone. You is, never turned it off? No. Oh, wow. Okay. But unless it dies. Oh, okay. It's not always on me, but it's always on. Gotcha. And I have it on me a lot at, at work because I time certain things. Yeah, that's day. true. That's true. You need that watch. Yeah. All right. Well, so did you know, we talked a lot of Winter Olympics tonight, right? Uh, let me hear what you guys think. Um, what sport in the Winter Olympics produces the fastest speed that we've measured? Of all the, if you think about short track, speed skating, long track, speed skating, alpine skiing, moguls. I'm miles per hour. We're talking straight miles or kilometers per hour. We can make the conversion, whatever. Skeleton, baby. Skeleton? I actually, okay. that'd be my guess as well. Okay. It's not skeleton. In fact, of the three disciplines going down the icy track, skeleton is the slowest. Luge is the fastest, followed by regular bobsleigh or bobsled, and then skeleton. So, is, so is luge the fastest event, or are we talking ski jumping or something else? Well, luge tends to – first off, it depends on the actual course itself, right? You go to, from one Olympics to another or one venue to another, the bobsledding track, track yeah. it's not the same everywhere. Yep. Um, from what I understand from my research, the fastest was in Vancouver, and it still is. That's surprising because that was a warm Olympics where they had a lot of trouble with snow and ice quality. Okay, interesting. Um, it, it turns out to be pretty close between men's downhill alpine skiing and luge, which both reach speeds of about, get this, 90? how fast do you think? 90. 95 miles an hour. <laughs> That is so fast on a pair of skis <laughs> on a sled, essentially. Like, you're out there. You don't have something protecting you. I, I feel 95 like, miles an hour. I feel it's like insane. luge is way safer going 95 than on a set of skis going 95. I think I tend to agree with you because I feel like if you get out of control on skis, like, off the mountain. I mean, they put up fences, but yes, yeah, no. I don't want to hit that fence at Hell no. I might want to. No. I might want to amend from the luge <laughs> to something slower, like the skeleton. <laughs> now, so in doing this research, um, I found that the fastest anyone has gone in a winter sport is in alpine downhill skiing. There's a segment of downhill Please skiers. It's Alberto Tomba. It's not. He, he, there's a segment of downhill skiers who, who simply try to go down the mountain as fast as they can. And they try to set the world record in the fastest person, you know, on skis. They don't win medals. They don't do this in the Olympics, right? Oh, okay. There's no judging. <laughs> in 19, no, sorry, in 2016, 
a man went down a mountain in Europe and he hit 154 miles. Then he's like tucking it down and going 100% specialized equipment, just straight line down the mountain. Did he live? Yes. Now we have a couple of listeners that are (coughs) ski aficionados. We do as well. At least one. And one, and and maybe his partner that he skis with doesn't listen as much, but I feel like that would be showing swans. Well, here's the thing I heard a story. Pretty recently about a ski trip where one of those guys ended up in a fence. So I <laughs> just leave it there. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you off there. All right. Yeah, that's for all. That's all a good right. one. All right. All of those things sound so scary going that fast. I, I do not want to travel that fast on skis or a sled. No. Have either of you downhill skied before? I have. Of course. Well, of course. He said. Yes, it's good times. I never have. We what? Should go. We should go. Not ever. You you grew up in Minnesota. Yeah, water skied in the summer. Oh, let's go. I've cross country skied. I just don't ski very much because it's so expensive, and I'm cheap. And it's getting probably why you haven't skied either. I mean, because you're cheap. I am cheap, but I don't know if that's the reason I haven't skied. I I would love to go up to what's the place on the way to the Dells. Cascade. Cascade. Yeah, I'll go tubing. I don't need to ski. No, we need (laughs) to ski. Let's go. You're so lame. I just wanted. I then that's the most that's the most ski I've done is the cascade or have either of you water ski? Yes, yes, I have a water ski. Not very much, but right. I have. Yep. All right. I've gone a couple um, times and managed to want, get up. I do want to go skiing down a real mountain though. Like, like, I like a go, Colorado mountain. Yeah. Like a half a mile of just nice yeah. chilling, and that would be good times. I just have never done it. I've just always done like the Wisconsin mountains that really are just like big hills. Yeah. Well, hold on. Me being from Minnesota, how is that different than being from Wisconsin? Like, yeah, we have winter, everybody in Wisconsin is skied. That's not true. Really? Oh, absolutely. Listeners, that was my Fayette. Every Friday in Fayette, we took a half day of school. And you Al- did not. In middle school, we took a half day, went to Alpine Valley, and we went skiing for a half day in Alpine Valley. That's awesome. It was the greatest Fayette unit ever. That is awesome. Listeners, email the show, freshmanparkinglot at gmail.com, if you have or have not skied. And um, administrators of our said school district, uh, we need a bus every other Friday. Yeah, right. What's the the over-under on our 61 subscribers who has and who has not downhill ski? What's the over-under on if they actually email us? 85% of ski. I would would agree with such a minority. I don't don't think so. I think most people have downhill ski. Are you including snowboarding? Yes. Absolutely. And I still think that I'm not in the minority. Absolutely. 85%. Most of us have ski. Again, that's freshmanparkingpod.gmail.com. If we're betting it, I'm I'm throwing a nickel down on it. Oh, a whole nickel. <laughs> I don't know. You're not I'm even going. doing a like a Zamboni dollar bet? I go to Zamboni dollar, that's fine. All right. All right. Are we wrapping this up? Wrapping her up, baby. We have no sponsor other than Super Bowl. What are we? Super Bowl 73? Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? The I don't even I'm not even excited about this. I don't even know who I'm rooting for. I'm Rams. rooting for entertainment. Close entertainment. Game. I'm Rams. excited about Jerbur. <laughs> Joe Burrow and how cocky he is. Sure. And Matthew Stafford, and I think he has a like a legitimate chance and kind of almost deserves it because he was with the Lions. Yeah, he did deserve it. He, he spent his entire career in purgatory, and now he gets to be successful. I is think. is the kicker from the Bengals more cocky than the quarterback? Yes. yes. I love the kicker. That guy's awesome. I saw a great meme this week. Oh, meme. That says. I a meme. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. That says. Uh, 
Joe Burrow, uh, Matthew Stafford says, hey, Joe, I got home field advantage. And then he points at the other two quarterbacks and says, so did they. <laughs> it was Tannehill and Mahomes. <laughs> and I saw another one that says, gosh, just imagine what the Lions could do with a Super Bowl caliber quarterback like Matthew Stafford. <laughs> wow. Now that's solid right there. I like it. All right. On that note, we're out. We're done. We're going to wrap up. We're going to see you post Super Bowl and we're going to crown a new champion. We don't know if it's going to be Joe or Matthew Stafford. Peace out.